0: This is Three in a Bar, a podcast where we are joined by a different musician every episode. I'm Seb Philpott.
1: And I'm Verity Simmons.
0: I play the trumpet.
1: And I play the cello. Our guests could be from any part of the music world. We've spoken to pop stars, composers, orchestral musicians, singers, musical theatre performers and lots more.
0: We chat about their careers, ambitions and get a glimpse into what makes each musician unique. Shall we sing the song?
1: Oh, don't make me sing the song. Three, three in a bar.
0: Hey, I tell you what, autotune is a wonderful thing.
1: Three. First round's
0: on me. Far, far in a bar. We had three already. We added one more. Far, far in a bar.
1: Yeah. So should we not bother doing any sort of roundup of what we talk about? Should we just go straight? Are we gonna keep it very short, and oh, go straight we, in?
0: We could do um, we could do a quick preview of topics.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because you've
0: got it fresh in your head, right? I
1: have. I've got it All freshly right. written down.
0: Let's let's just Great. do it.
1: Okay, cool. Come on. Um, <laughs> um hello.
0: Hello. <laughs> no. This
1: I think this introduction is gonna be problematic for us because <laughs> we basically introduce everything in the interview don't we?
0: Yeah, we were ahead of ourselves.
1: We were, almost too prepared for once.
0: Um, This is part two of a conversation with Things Musicians Don't Talk About, an excellent podcast that we are friends with. And basically, if you haven't listened to part one yet, then stop this and go and listen to part one. It's on their feed. There's a link to it, in the description of this podcast <laughs> somewhere on your app
1: i imagine we've plastered it all over the internet by now as well don't you think <laughs> yes
0: so you, you hopefully you've had time to listen to that you've had a little break i mean a few minutes break maybe yeah. maybe a week maybe a year
1: <laughs>
0: but uh now you're refreshed and ready for part two
1: Oh, and boy, is it worth it. There's a whole lot. So the tables are now turned on Rebecca and Hattie. Uh, They interviewed us. We are now interviewing them. Um, Well, should I give you like a little brief uh, idea of what we chatted about?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would love that.
1: Not you so much, Seb.
0: But (laughs) (laughs) But
1: you'd like to know I don't
0: really remember because it's like a couple of weeks ago now, (laughs) but you've literally just listened through it and decided what bits are going in.
1: That's right. It's all very fresh for me. So so look, we chatted a lot about how the podcast started. It was originally just Hattie. We talk about that and how Rebecca came to join the podcast. We also discuss how they've done so much at such a young age, actually sickening. Um, They're brilliant. (laughs) We (laughs) Uh, We talk about their mental health journeys that they had when they were studying and before. Um, So actually, there's a whole load of trigger warnings, as you can imagine, talking to people who talk about things that people don't usually talk about. They include eating disorders, depression, anxiety, OCD, body dysmorphia, and general mental health issues. Yes. Yes.
0: So if that's not your vibe, then turn it off. Doesn't matter.
1: Oh, we understand. But... It's very interesting and also may prove very helpful for some people. Yeah. I hope it does.
0: And also, it's a very entertaining conversation mm-hmm. nonetheless. <laughs> we is. had a right laugh.
1: We did. Um, we also talk about ayahuasca retreats, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do we talk If out? anyone
0: knows about those, should, <laughs> I mean, it would make an amazing episode, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, my God, it totally would. If anyone's been on one and is willing to talk about it, Please get in touch. I realised I remembered who it is that I've heard talk about it. It was Simon Amstel. I think it's highly oh. unlikely he's listening to this, but if he is, I'll oh, please come on.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, when we got to the end of the the chat with with these two, I well, or maybe the next day, I couldn't really remember anything we talked about because <laughs> like, I don't really remember asking any questions or. I didn't remember thinking about anything. I just, it was such a free flowing chat. Yeah, I, yeah. We had such a good time. Um, they're just, they're really great people and, um, it's, uh, yeah, they're quite inspiring really. Yeah. Their openness and, uh, they are doing some good stuff. They've really created a community, um, on their, on their social media, on their website. They've got yeah. people writing blogs for them. All kinds of stuff.
1: I tell you what, they're good, aren't they? I um, mm. I just went on their website and thought, oh, this is very nice. I mean, I love what we've got, but I really <laughs> love what they've got. <laughs> yeah. Such nice pictures on there and loads of really interesting stuff. In fact, yeah. would it be wrong of me to read some of it out right now? Please. <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to read to you their likes and dislikes. Okay, this is Hattie. I'm not serious about all that much, but I'm definitely serious about ending the stigma of mental illness and lower income disadvantage within classical music. Since graduating from the Royal College of Music in 2020, I've discovered that my friends are the lights of my life, that my cello playing improves when my self-worth is focused on other things, that a flat white is the superlative coffee, that Joni Mitchell is my soul sister and that I have a fear of ice cream vans. Oh, So does Theo. There we go. Um, Further dislikes (laughs) include all companies and their... Oh, no, oil, not all companies. She doesn't (laughs) dislike all companies. (laughs) Oh, God, sorry. No, oil companies and their sponsorship of the arts, gardening and the central northern and Piccadilly lines. Also, the tunnel at Green Park can die in an ironic
0: hole. Oh, that is the worst.
1: It is the worst. There's
0: a way of avoiding that, though, if you go up to the ticket office... And back Ooh. down again okay head towards way out yeah go up the lift not the lift the elevator
1: yeah we're
0: up some stairs go there and then go straight back down again and that that cuts out that whole bit
1: oh top tips but
0: i think it only works because there's three lines there and i think it only works for two two of the changes out uh, right. of three i think i've done it a few times and it's blown my mind every time
1: oh god i'm gonna do that next time fantastic yeah. um, well, i hope that's helped well, it already has. See, already we're giving with this podcast. Perfect. Um, do you want to hear Rebecca's likes and dislikes <laughs> yes, now? Yes, I'd love to. Okay, good. Um, after stumbling my way through the Guildhall School of Music and Drama and the Royal Academy of Music, I've been getting to know myself a bit better. It turns out that I enjoy getting frustrated about diet culture and mental health failings, dreaming of getting back into running again, laughing at my cats, having identity crises, dabbling in calligraphy and making things look nice and devouring dirty vegan burgers nice i don't like who my spotify discover weekly thinks i am climate change when people honk their horns car not french weight loss tips and conversation <laughs> or talking to people on the phone interesting
0: fortunately we did this one in person yeah, no phones thank God. <laughs> involved uh, we didn't drink did we we didn't no. um, we we drank non-alcoholic beer yeah which is yeah. uh, all the more surprising that it, it just went by in such a blur, such an enjoyable blur. Yeah. Um so <laughs> we uh should we just get into the chat as, Let's as, do as that. podcasters always say? Come on. Okay, uh well this is uh, part two of our chat with things musicians don't talk about. Hattie and Rebecca.
1: <laughs> Are you gonna leave that. That long silence and <laughs> <laughs> just tough Hattie and Rebecca. Should we Should sing, sing your um?
2: You sing in
1: the... I was
3: just singing in three.
1: Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to do the theme tune. In which case, yeah, it's great. I could you. have nicked that and not have to sing on it. So <laughs> that would be lovely. Ah. <laughs>
0: Hmm. you want to sing it?
2: No, it's alright. I'm, like, okay, well, I'm not going wrong, it will be really embarrassing. I've already embarrassed myself
1: enough today. It no.
2: Uncuttable <laughs> embarrassment. I'm going to stop giving awkward body language. Yeah, because we are also filming.
0: You didn't offend me.
3: If anything, that was complimentary. Because busking is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas playing in an orchestra is not. Yeah, we should we should explain some
0: context.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we've already. (laughs) This is is
0: very much part two of the conversation. Yeah, Um, part one of which you can listen to by going on your (laughs) favourite podcast listening device, searching for "things musicians don't talk about." And um, this is kind of a joint episode.
1: Yep, a joint episode, if you will. Oh, what. A
0: jeopardy. A yeah, that sounds
1: like exactly. jeopardy. Which yes, okay, well, there, there's is a, there is it's, an element of jeopardy, isn't awesome.
0: it? exactly what so. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, So basically, we've we've already been on their podcast. It was brilliant. busy. Thank you so much. That's an that's an immediate review yeah. from them. Um, we were sort of their their guests, and they they were the hosts, I guess. And now the tables have turned.
1: That's right.
0: Um, but in the first part, well, why don't you listen to the first part? To no, see, don't
1: give too much away. Yeah,
0: to see quite how Hattie really embarrassed herself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Now they really can't. I think it was out. Tone of voice, how innocent it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know how it wasn't string quartet, but like,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, okay, okay. To be yeah. continued. Um,
0: yeah. Well, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome
3: Hi. to my house.
0: Welcome to your house. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely to be here say it is a very cosy place. You've got, you've got a nice shelf set up here with plants and books, records.
1: Yeah. A picture of Vickers Blanket. clothes that I'm obsessed with because that is at Wells Cathedral School. Mm-hmm. Where I went. Yes. Ah. Oh, when did you go there then? 2010 to 2014.
2: Oh, <laughs> blimey. Really? Sorry,
1: No, don't be sorry. That's lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's good for you. Yeah, well done. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Well done on your age. Love. Yeah, See, yes. I'm always making out she's really old. Yeah, because Hattie's younger than even me. Younger.
1: Even, even younger. Even younger Even younger. Yeah, well, which sort of leads us to the fact that it's quite incredible how much you've done already. We were discussing this before we came round, and we were saying... <laughs> Don't make her cry. I don't know whether you're looking horrified or pleased. No, I'm but, really, really. Talk. But we were saying it like, I just know for sure that it's taken me years to sort of analyze and and sort of slightly come to terms with my experiences at college and before and and talk about them openly with people. And you guys are amazing because it's probably still pretty fresh. A mm. lot of those experiences, and and mm. you're bringing the conversation to the world and it's so good and it's such a helpful resource for people but also for you guys I guess I mean do you find this whole experience quite cleansing Mm. it's free therapy but not as
3: efficient
2: it's it's (laughs) there's a lot of complicated things that that happen behind the scenes when crying yeah (laughs) but when you commit to it and I think I have I'm sure you have as well we both really committed to it like we we I've kind of put people's opinions of us second to the awareness. Um, but when you do that, you often get people getting, like getting you wrong. And I think the thing I've struggled with the most, and I still do to this day, and I don't mind omitting it, but my family find it really hard. Like my mum, she's really supportive. But like some of the stuff I post and some of the stories I post that I like really honest, she finds that so hard because it's like as a mother I can imagine it's an immediate like, what did I do wrong? Like that's my baby. Like mm. watching the struggle and like reading about the struggle, I think she's really struggled with that. And it has been great though because it means that we've had to talk about it, and we've and she's like had to come out and say, well, my mum treated me like this, so this is how I feel like life should be and we never talked about mental illness and it doesn't it feel makes me feel like it's wrong that you're doing this but it is right and anyway it it just brings up a lot of emotions I think that more than I realized and like the more it goes on it's like so much there's so much still to say and Mm -hmm. to change um but yeah I think both of us in our personal lives it's like it, it's hard, isn't it? It is really hard. With family I, members.
3: Family members and also because we're both people that worry a lot about what other people think. Yeah. So spend a lot of time obsessing about... Um, yeah, I particularly feel like I don't want people to think like it's just a, a, a call for attention or like cry yeah. for help or something. And that can be really like hard to get the balance between putting stuff out there and figuring out who it's for yeah um, and also just like in terms of practical stuff like if something's going to be triggering for someone else like it is really hard to know what is appropriate to put out there um when there aren't many role models doing Mm. it Mm -hmm. so it's
2: a lot of trial and error and we will get things wrong and I'm sure we have yeah we we have we've made mistakes for sure and asked awkward questions in interviews and like (laughs) 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 we're like I don't think I want to talk about that thank you and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah the, the
3: format of podcasting being being able to edit things has been
1: extremely yeah. helpful yeah oh absolutely yeah <laughs> would,
0: you, would you keep would you ever keep that in the podcast like one of those moments
1: yeah we have
2: a i think few i times. think we've we've kind of committed to like the awkwardness of a lot of it and i think that's something you really encouraged as well is like if you do ask a silly question Like, is that the busking? Or (laughs) if you do, like, you know, take a bit longer for something or or say, um, a lot of times, you know, in some ways, it's nicer to keep that in and make it more. Yeah. We've been not always to like airbrush. Yeah. We've Mm. been very clear about
3: the fact that we don't really know what we're doing a lot of the time. And actually, if then we put out a product that is polished, it's then like, wait. So what, how did that, are they just like really naturally talented at everything? And I think especially in the music world, there's a lot of that anyway, especially with recordings and stuff. So trying to counteract that. But we still do cut out some things. Oh, yeah. When we like forget people's (laughs) names. And and some people ask, (laughs) like write and ask and say like, can we please cut the bit about... This. Well they start giving us juicy beef and they're like, You can't put this in and we're like, um, Oh,
1: we've had that. We had that where we had a whole or well, we've had whole conversations at the very end. We've then had another twenty yeah. minute conversation with so much great juice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then we can't use it. Such a shame. Yeah. <laughs> we've uh, talked about depression with one person and
2: she <laughs> they were like <laughs> You know, I went on this ayahuasca retreat. But you can't put it in. Oh yeah! I ended up telling <laughs> us all about their ayahuasca retreat, and how that oh, was like, oh. really great for depression. <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, I'm not sure that's my kind of thing, but thank you. Yeah. I heard somebody else talking about
0: ayahuasca retreat. It was the same Someone's talking about um, was silent it? retreat.
1: Oh yeah, not on our podcast. I just oh, remember but... hearing somebody talking that about was, ayahuasca. That was
0: George. Yeah, George. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. Think he's on that
1: i'm pretty sure that wasn't him just let's get that straight right away
0: He won't thank we us had to well. cut it because it was quite he slagged off someone and, oh yeah we um, did yeah and can you say slagged off Yeah, yeah yeah no we can <laughs> yeah um and um it was quite clear that you'd be able to work out who, who it was the exact person that i, was I love those about. moments
3: yeah you're like totally do, 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. the yeah. Yeah. hey what's wrong with a bit yeah. of ayahuasca Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I've never done it. I've straight,
2: straight down. The they line, didn't, didn't it? want everyone knowing that they'd done it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, is it?
2: It's illegal here. Is
0: it? Yeah. Oh. Well, they
1: went to the app. Was it that Amazon? Because you've got to go oh, to the place. That That's right. Because did they do that in somewhere in. Hackney. Um, Hackney. <laughs> there is, isn't there?
0: What? It's no shame. No, yeah, they, You're
1: blowing they it they wide said they open. They were coming no. to London. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. I was going to say thingy tree. What do you call it? That one people go to. Joshua tree. Joshua tree. That's right. that's where I imagine that goes on. No, Not Hanni.
0: I've heard about, some, there is someone, you can go to some shaman in, just off off uh, by Dresden Kingsland. <laughs> Maybe it's the sea. <laughs> He's at the back of Super Savers. Yeah.
1: He's great. Black
3: Market. I'm yeah, asking. exactly. Um, Keith
0: yeah, the shaman. Go, you go and you spend the weekend there, I think. And you just um, find alleyway. out. In happy alleyway. I think it's in a nice, <laughs> warm place, you know. Uh, I've never done it. But I've heard about it.
1: You know, yeah, I've an never awful done it. lot about <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: hilarious. Do you have a lot of people come back and want to sort of vet what they've said? Or have you had to send to quite a few people beforehand? 50-50, um, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Do
2: you get people asking them want it no. sent Very to? Very
1: occasionally, but, you yeah. know, like, I can imagine more so maybe with if oh, they're see. opening themselves yeah, up to yeah. yeah. We have a not lot really.
2: of well not a lot, but like quite often if there's a PR involved, right? Mm. They'll be like, Oh, I trust the P I trust the PR, they can listen to it. Mm. Um sorry, yeah. that wasn't an impression of Jossie. <laughs> <No>. But it's <laughs> Or <more laughs> anyone. It's more just like that
3: you get like it's the same thing as, as anything. Like once you're talking about stuff, you can often just say something that's like or or people realise things about themselves mid conversations, and they're like, actually, I want to like keep
2: that to myself for a bit before yeah. before airing it to the world. Yeah, 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 definitely. But it's quite surprising how many people are just happy to. They trust us.
1: Just go for it. Yeah, don't, don't yeah, it sounds. that's nice. Yeah, it
0: is. I think maybe we we don't scratch too much of below the surface in our <laughs> podcast. <too>. So
1: <laughs> tell them what you said to me about I think, it. <laughs> I think I said this to so you the before. white bread. Yeah, Whole meal. yeah. I that, love this lounge. Yeah. I already told Hattie. You
0: always tell it. Yeah, yeah. I, it was like... I thought we're, we're like the white bread and you're brown yeah. bread. It's like you're... You,
1: better than that. It was better than that. You said they're like a really finely crafted sourdough loaf. Yeah. And we're <laughs> like, <so wanky. laughs> like no, a white no, like, king's meal. You know, like... So
3: you're for the people and we're
1: for the wanky. No, we're not going <laughs> to do anyone no. any good... It's just... We're cheap. <laughs>
2: this
1: is <laughs> so untrue. But it's no, like it's, a peep show. Like I
2: feel you're like the all the podcasts you're the of yours I've to, <laughs> to have like, really say with me, though. Yeah. Ah. Because like I don't know why you think you scratched at the set. Sur- at the... I'm feeling sometimes. quite passionate about this. Oh. Yes. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we do,
0: but it's... Um, I don't know. No. It, it doesn't always happen. Um, okay. So- sometimes I tend not to listen to those ones. Sometimes people just um, <laughs> maybe don't... I don't know they're just not expecting to really go into their feelings and stuff, mm. so they don't bloody um, feelings. Whereas, yeah, <laughs> but you're, and it's like it's kind of the thing. They know it? that if they, But well, they on, can trust you. That's a the thing. They know that they can yeah, trust you, yeah. and it's
1: a good environment. Yeah, and, mean, and
0: you're doing actual good. Like you've got a community that you've you've created. Yeah, or, or you've you've it's it's found you. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I really and think yeah, that you're, you're doing
0: such amazing stuff. Like you're you're. Uh, I love that you've got. Today, you've got two new blogs out, I saw. Yeah. And you've got, like, you know, it's not just YouTube writing them, but it's, like, people, anyone can write a blog for you, right? And um,
3: We now have a man on our blog. That's true. Up until yeah. today, we only had women.
2: And we were like, what have we done?
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> really? It's mental health. It's, like, a big thing
2: we want to yeah. think about and talk about. Uh, yeah. um, but it's it's hard to find people that want to be open, I think. Um, and we have been lucky to have a few people who have been. Um But yeah, I think, I think the blog was a bit of an accident, but it's turned into such an important thing because it means it, you know, hopefully we're quite approachable. And if people aren't sure about something they've written, it's not like you're approaching an editor or someone Mm -hmm. that's going to say no, or just not reply. You know, I think it's nice because they know they're not going to get paid or anything. It's just like, if you have a story you want to tell, but you don't, you know, we can't obviously have everyone on the podcast so it's just like mm. a nice intermediary thing and people don't
3: really have like their own blogs nowadays so if you feel inspired to write something and you're like where
2: do i put it you put it on our po- on our blog so on, our, anyone... fog. on our fog <laughs> <laughs> is, is this a blog? new medium yeah, i yeah. don't know about
1: yeah <laughs> it's smoke
0: signals, it's just uh... yeah <laughs>
1: feelings I feel like um, now I've discovered that I have the soul of a 66 year old I can't <laughs> trust any knowledge that I might have yeah it's true
0: that's a callback to a previous to, to part one yeah it's
1: wow. callback to part one but I'm still um, really rattled by it
0: so it's such a like great resource because you also just occasionally put up just something on Instagram of um just some information about stuff or just I don't know thoughts you've you've had over the years or mm. things you've learned and mm. whether it's to do with nerves or anxiety or depression or any of these big topics um so it's the sort of thing people can like save save them and look at them Mm. when if they're in a time of need they go oh
2: that's exactly what was that
0: podcast saying that that really helped when I read that yeah
2: that's like I think the biggest thing for me anyway still all these years later from when I was struggling I mean um that was what I wanted because I I know that when people are in really difficult suffering, things like podcasts or books about it or just listening to other people with similar experiences can be, like, really helpful just to stop you from feeling quite so alone. So I think we can have this anxiety of, like, we're not putting out enough stuff. Mm. You know, the kind of um, capitalist sort of mindset of, like, needs to be, you know, one a week or whatever. But then I forget, actually, a lot of these are, are really helpful long term people can find them whenever and I'm more the opposite that when I'm in that place I don't really want to like
3: consume media I'm like I just want to be alone feel my feelings and then like when I'm in a better place I can listen to that stuff
2: interesting
3: um but yeah it's nice to have like a backlog of stuff and like we have some resources and signposting and that kind of stuff that feels like yeah just like putting little bits out here and there Mm -hmm. and it all
1: accumulates into quite a big blob of stuff yeah. Did you both find that you had that kind of, any access to anything like that when you were kind of studying or going through those tough years? No. Um
2: The short answer is no. Right. I think what I felt, and this is re- something I want to try and articulate better because it is hard to articulate, it's not that there weren't people talking about it. I think it was just seen as something that only a certain type of person talked about or, like, um, only... I don't know how to put it. Like, I just really felt like there was no one, quote, unquote, normal. And I think a lot of the time when you're, like, 18, you really want to feel normal or, like, feel like... And I think I... Because I was having this experience, like, I felt so wrong and so abnormal. And there was kind of nothing helping me to feel like other people my age were going through a similar thing um and then obviously at music college like I really am trying to give them credit for what they did do but it was just really not much like I just remember the luckily they've left now but I remember the head of pastoral care was such a fucking cow Mm. like I went to her once about my anxiety and she just made me feel so patronized I was like well I'm never going to her again and then the therapist at college was kind of a similar situation so it was like No, no. And then it was like my music teacher, no. So it's kind of, I had all these like places I knew I just couldn't go because they didn't get me. Um, And I guess the people that got me through was a kind of like anecdotal, like I had a friend in two years above who'd had a big breakdown in her second year. And she was quite honest about it. And like, just knowing that about her kept me going for like three years. You yeah. know, and I think that's kind of the sort of peer, that's what I mean by peer support. I mm. think um, it's very easy to say those words, but like the power of it is is absolutely massive. Um, and also to like now be someone who's who lives with a mental illness and has a job and a podcast and, you know, lives a fulfilling life, even though like I still still struggle with it every day. I think there aren't enough people kind of saying that.
3: Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I've
2: gone on a bit, but No.
3: Mm-hmm. I think you articulated it really well. What about you though? Did you have access to like? Um no. I think people because I started suffering when I was at school. People didn't really know what to do. Cause I was like, because of the nature of my what I was struggling with was eating disorders, people. It was very like secretive. And I think people were more freaked out and kind of didn't want anything to do with it rather than wanted to engage or felt like they could engage. Um, but then with mental illness and stuff, I felt like I didn't realise that what I had was a problem um, because I'd been suffering for so long. So then I didn't know to reach out and I didn't... Yeah, similarly, I felt like any resources or any, like, mental health things were for, like, crazy people yeah, who were, yeah. like you know, absolutely nuts, like, being thrown into asylums and, like, that whole rhetoric of, like, Mm. you must be absolutely, like...
2: You must have had, like, a suicide attempt. Or, or, like, like, over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Like, that kind of... Yeah, exactly. And it was like, oh, God, is this going to happen to me because... Yeah.
3: And everything was so normalised at music college and at school as well, just, like, being a musician. uh, There were so many things that I was like, but that's just normal. Like, everyone feels
2: that and it's like... Oh. Don't get me on my hobby horse, Rebecca. I oh, no, Sorry, <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. I'm
2: getting you. We're wild. I think up. the thing as well <laughs> we keep encountering both of us, and especially me, like when I talk to psychiatrists or like just share my story with anyone. Like the first thing they want to say when they hear that I'm a musician and that I have a mental illness is like oh, it's artists, isn't it? It's, you know... It informs it's your art. It informs your art. You know, oh, yeah. you wouldn't be a musician if you didn't have... I don't know, I've gone on about this on Instagram. It's, you know... But I, I just hate that so much because if there's one thing that's, like, stopped me from being the musician I could be, like, it's been that. Yeah, it's wildly unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> and this idea that we're trying to normalise the fact that it's, like... depression is some kind of like amazing thing for your music it's like it's like kind of a super power inspiration
3: thing that means that you'll end up having motivation to create art and you'll
2: be yeah yeah there's some kind of
3: super artist it's
2: like not to say it doesn't you don't look back on it and kind of feel that influence or feel changed or feel in some ways grateful paradoxically for the experience yeah but i couldn't make any music no exactly let alone make good it's music. It's like the least creative space you could possibly <laughs> yeah. be in. And and yet, like the, the dialogue around it on the media, classical media and like, just people I talk to, it's like their favourite thing to say to me. Mm. And it just, I'm absolutely dumb. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't ask about that, but I'm telling
2: you. No, you're
0: right. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it, it always makes a good story to be like oh, like, oh, they're they're crazy, but they wrote this. and they and Yeah, exactly. And like in any any sort of, Mm-hmm. fiction or something you know he's got a great detective but they've always got to have a dark s- story mm-hmm. that a divorce and a, a, a drug addiction or something yeah or. always yeah people love that and uh, obviously it's n- not true um, <laughs> but it is though isn't it no it's not it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, but I, I mean i've heard of people that that maybe that take um like antidepressant pills and they they think oh, i don't want to go off them in case i can't write comedy anymore I can't write music mm. anymore um, so even you know people that it is happening to them like they they don't know what to do because they they go, what if I can't create anymore mm. and it's sort of locked into it um, mm. you know so I don't I know, think that's really.
1: why it's so important that you know that like you are doing, mm. having this conversation, make it public. Because I I think it's very, I think everyone probably feels very isolated. And when I've read some of your posts, I read something that you had put up and it was about um, playing the Haydn cello concerto for six months. <laughs> that was on your like TikTok. Uh, your TikTok, which was oh, yeah. fantastic. But I just, I <laughs> oh, thought okay, I, yeah, yeah. everything, it, like I could just absolutely see it. I was like, yep. Yeah, and there's so many things that you've written that I think that – and I look back and I think, God, yes. So you could pick out – so many people would be able to relate to these things. It might be one element or it might not even be the same thing. But Mm -hmm. it's just making people feel like it's not – you're not isolated, you're not alone because – even though obviously so many people struggle especially places like music college mm. and then out into the profession and i remember doing that during funny girl um that i ha- went through a really strange couple of weeks where i started shaking again for a while and i felt like god everyone can hear this this is really embarrassing and the person sat next to me i was speaking to them about it and they said i mean Don't worry. Everyone (laughs) goes. I'm going through. I can't Mm. even hear it. But and just having somebody else who I could speak to, I was like, I know what it's like. It's fine. And yeah, it's
2: just so important. It's like one of the most healing things is to have that like you're not alone thing. I know it's like so easy to say, but if I if I pick back like the most important words people have said to me in like crisis moments, it's Mm -hmm. always been things like that um yeah I think that's what
3: I yeah because I didn't think that anybody any of my peers were struggling I didn't reach out to them and then anytime my teachers would like perceive something through my lessons or my playing or like I'd start crying in a lesson or something they'd inadvertently make me feel like I was so alone because they didn't know how to deal with it or like I remember yeah talking to one of my teachers at academy being like you know I struggle so much with that like performance anxiety and I have done for as long as I can remember and I don't know what to do and they were just like yeah I don't really know what to do I don't know what to say to you because I I haven't experienced it I don't really I don't have anybody else that I teach that has this problem so and you're like oh I guess I really am the only one then even (laughs) though I thought this was like yeah that was it they didn't say
0: um, but I could introduce you to this person
3: no (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, thanks.
2: Uh, that's, I've had, that's so far. I've had exactly the same. Thing. Yeah, with injury as well. Actually, yeah. of like, you know, I haven't been injured, or or like, or I was injured for six weeks, and it worked if I just played through the pain, and then it went away. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> and we have talked about this a lot in terms of how teachers have
3: so much. It's not fair on them to have to have all this. They they shouldn't have to know everything but they should know where to signpost to because yeah. they're in such a position of responsibility yeah, uh, and pastoral responsibility, especially in a vulnerable place like music college. Um, and they're just not trained or like equipped to deal with that kind of stuff, unfortunately. No. Mm. Not I think, necessarily yeah, they- through fault of their own, but just the way it's set up. I think it's yeah. something as
2: well. We're trying to start thinking about how maybe we can either campaign or like think about how that maybe could be implemented because yeah it's it's ridiculous how it comes up time and time again it does yeah I mean, it's just like if only they had just pretend like just for once you know let their ego go and just say i don't know how to help you but i really want to help you rather yeah. than either trying to fix it and doing it wrong or making out or be like, next excerpt Or please. gaslighting, <laughs> yeah. Or like just staying silent and making it really awkward. Like, oh. um, So yeah, like yeah, yeah. people's relationships with their teachers, like it's big. But I think a lot of the stuff that I write about or think about um is now coming out of having that distance. And I haven't been professionally playing now for like two years. Um And it's like, every few weeks I'll just get another kind of weird I don't want to call it a flashbacks it's not exactly but like a weird kind of nostalgic moment about college and I'll ponder on it for like a few days and I'll be like, that was wrong. Like that wasn't right. That doesn't feel right. Um I think a lot of it comes from having that distance now and not playing. And in some ways I'm like, oh does that mean I I'm I'm playing for myself. Like I do a bit of like fun, fun gigs and stuff, but I think now that's not my prop, proper job. It's not what I do for a job. I feel like a lot of it's a lot clearer.
1: Yeah, and do you feel like you have a different relationship with playing now? When you're, Oh my God, yeah. Is it, it must just feel quite freeing, doesn't it, to some extent? It's like the best feeling. Oh, you like Good. it.
2: I absolutely love it. Like I'm really obsessed with it in a lovely way. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's like I'm really interested in... Learning the trumpet. In learning the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> in just like listening to it and... And and just, you know, I might not play for two weeks, but then spending, you know, a bit of time just, like, thinking about weird sounds and, like, making weird sounds or, like, covering some kind of queen song. Or, are you an artiste? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it's just, like, not taking it quite so seriously <gasps> yeah. anymore, you know? It's like, yeah. I've let it go. And in, in, through doing that, it's, like, brought so much. And, yeah, I think I feel like my skills are more in talking and I feel more fulfilled when I'm talking and supporting musicians and writing rather than playing (laughs) Yeah, and that's not the same for everyone obviously but I think there are a lot of musicians out there who maybe need to be given the permission to like put it to the background for a while Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah it's the best thing I've ever done I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is a lot more serious than... (laughs) Than before, because we're jokers.
3: <laughs> we're <laughs> absolute. You have like cross uh, um, Did
4: you
0: did you have did you know you had some some mental illness before going to college? Right um, after or did you have it in your in your teenage years yeah, as well?
2: So my my story is like a bit different to Rebecca, where as so I I had. So I have OCD and it started when I was like seven Um, and it was very intense back then. So it was things that you just wouldn't expect a seven-year-old thinking about. So all my obsessions were around like the idea that I might murder someone or that I might go to jail for um, anything. And then I had this big one about, you know, throwing myself off a bridge and like I knew I shouldn't be thinking these things as a seven-year-old, like I knew that I should be enjoying my life and, like, um, playing and stuff. But, like, all day, every day, it was, like, just consumed with these horrific thoughts. Um, And that went on for, like, five years. And I didn't have the vocabulary to tell anyone about it because I think my parents are going through a hard time. And um, I just knew they'd overreact. Like, I just knew they wouldn't understand and they wouldn't have, they, they've omitted that, like, they didn't understand what OCD was, or that it could be portrayed in the way that I have it. Um, so yeah, five years. And in that time, I developed different, really intense obsessions with like, extracurricular activities to try and like, take away the intensity of the OCD. So I, like, had a massive phase of horse riding where, like, that's all I would do. And then a massive phase of gymnastics where that's, like... I never knew this. All I would do. (laughs) And then I found the cello and it was, like, finally... It was, like, an attainable one because I can't own a horse and I really don't have the body for gymnastics. (laughs) I was quite quite flexible, but that was about it. Um, So... This makes so much sense now. (laughs) So suddenly it was, like, I found it. Like, I found the cello, like, that's going to just... And so basically for the next 10 years, it just, like, covered all that OCD stuff. Like, it never really went away, but I was, like, happily functioning in this cello-obsessive world where, like, I'd channeled it all into that. Um, And it wasn't until I had that big change in London that I started... It just all unraveled again mm. in like everything that I'd experienced and it almost felt like I was going back to that seven-year-old person mm. it was really weird it was really really weird wow sorry that was quite I so the big, the
0: big change like is that going to music college yeah because I did 18, go to chets
2: 18. for sixth form and at chets I I was I was kind of really happy like I really I was still very obsessed with the jello very excited I met lots of my best friends that are still my best friends now and it was a very happy time did but, you
3: receive any help before music college I can't
2: no, remember. no 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 it was all I mean like looking back on it, I'm like wow like that it's quite amazing that that you kind of dealt with it on your own yeah for so long
0: yeah <laughs> absolutely did, did you know what it was then or when I, did you when could yeah. you say that okay that was OCD
2: so when I was going through it, I the reason as why well I didn't tell people is because I didn't want them. Like I thought I was a risk to people. Like I thought I was really scared of myself. Like I was really scared I was going to lose control and do these things. So, oh, such a little person. I know. It's yeah. So hard for a small so child. That's such a
0: long thing. time. Yeah, it was really 12, long, I and
2: it was like it was always morphing. I had a really funny obsession with. Because um, o- OCD can also come in like intrusive images, mm. a little bit like PTSD, but like you just get the same image. And when Michael Jackson died, his face was on newspaper everywhere, and for a, a year, all day, every day, I would just have this same picture of Michael Jackson constantly in my head.
1: Oh, oh the That's head. It was terrifying, really horrible. That is horrible. But can I just say, I actually had a picture of Michael Jackson, actual picture, on my wall. So <laughs> Every day for a year, I had his image in my head too. So, which, which
0: era did you have? Which, that's really funny.
1: I had bad era. Oh, yeah, Bad yeah, era, yeah. Michael.
0: Yeah, Jackson. they're so yeah. Similar. similar. This
3: is even more twins. Literally, like
1: there. You, had there the, we are. you had the real I image, the and it's some parallel universe. Yours yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like you had, yours just
1: manifested. Mine was very much there.
0: <laughs> you had like 2007 Michael Jackson in, yeah. your, in, your, yeah. in your head. Yeah, in my that's, head.
1: That's, yeah. It wasn't good. He wasn't having a good time, bless mm, him. no. I mean, not
2: bless him, really. No, honestly, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Quite frankly, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so before that, it was all just sort of—I just didn't know what it was. I interpreted it as just like the—it was like the biggest secret. Mm. I remember just thinking like, "This is like the one secret you will never tell anyone." It was like that. It was like locked in my brain. It was like absolutely never. Now it's your whole the identity. Key is a girl, yeah, the whole exactly. bloody podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then also, and then I was—I don't First got CBT in my first year of college after having like a big awful breakdown and i was i think i finally was like i'm going to tell someone about this and i was i basically had packed my suitcase ready to go to the like the mental hospital i was like that ready to be taken away in some white van like i was so convinced i was gonna and she was like you know this is ocd and i was like no no that's like hand washing <laughs> i don't do that's that like tidy like, bedrooms i'm quite filthy <laughs> I'm a little bit disgusting I think you've got the wrong the wrong the wrong disease um, but yeah so then I just I think when you have been struggling with something for so long you know sizzle about it I think I just researched relentlessly mm-hmm. so yeah and and actually through opening up about it you would not believe the number of musicians who have got in touch with me and like talked about it and like it's just incredible like the number of people who have suffered with it in silence and still do and I think there is some like connection between obviously having this like massive desire to work and like commit to an instrument and then maybe having that darker side of like obsessive thoughts Mm. so it's something I'm very interested in obviously yeah it's pretty much my whole identity (laughs) (laughs) is it a certain
0: type of OCD you have or yeah
2: so there's like I suppose people don't like this term that has been put on it but it's called like pure OCD yeah oh I've is like purely obsessions yeah because I don't have I have some outward compulsions like I blink really hard when I have a thought that I don't like or like Mm. i do that on my ear because I have musical obsessions as well mm. Um, that, like, repeat in my head all day and, like, just try and distract myself. I'll, like, hit my ear to make a new sound. Oh. But a lot of it is, like, mental reassurance and, like, avoidance. Yeah. So it's, like, not obvious to other people. Yeah. So it, that's why I think a lot of people go undiagnosed.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's,
2: like, an average of 10 years some will be suffering before they get diagnosed oh, with it.
1: God. Yeah.
2: It's a lot. It's a long time.
1: And Rebecca, because I I was thinking exactly the same thing that you were just saying about going such a long time and outwardly seeming like people not being able to realise what's going mm. on, and and reading in fact it was that very same TikTok where you're talking about presenting, um, you know, doing do really well at your masters, doing mm. getting into college, having a successful run through on the outside. Mm people not probably noticing what's going on probably presenting like everything's fine yeah. was that a big deal for you then going through college that you did you want to put up in front of everything kind of being perfectly normal
3: yeah I I mean for my whole life I've always been like a an overachiever and somebody that just I mean especially when I was a kid I was always doing things because my parents wanted me to or like I wanted to please them and um was always quite academic or like, performed well academically, even if I wasn't that academic. Um, And yeah, I mean, that was my identity, like being the achiever. Um, So when things started to go wrong, it was like, oh no, like I can't, I can't have things going wrong. But I also didn't really realise that things were going wrong because especially with the way that eating disorders work and just like general body, politics you know if you lose weight people are very complimentary and see that as a very successful thing and also exercising is a very high-flying successful thing and um another part of how I dealt with things was just to isolate myself as well so people didn't see me when I was suffering um and I always seemed really busy and therefore successful but actually I was just by myself or exercising or stressing or something and it's um yeah something I really struggle with is showing people when I'm having a bad time which is why the podcast has been so healing for me because Hattie's always a mess so <laughs> <laughs> so she lets me be a mess with well her well done
2: Hattie <laughs> <laughs> all right. 50% of my days are bad days but that's <laughs> <laughs> we muddle through we muddle through <laughs> um, but
3: yeah, it it was yeah, very very much a big part of my struggle was not letting people see what was really going on. Um and it's kind of hard when it was another thing that like I assumed nothing was wrong with me because I was I was still doing fine at everything. Um and I never wanted to draw attention to the fact that anything was wrong and People wouldn't ask if anything was wrong because nothing seemed wrong on the surface. So it just seemed like, oh, but people have it much worse. So what have I got to complain about? Um, that was Have you found much- it
2: like more disabling as you've got older though? Like in your freelance life, do you find it harder? To hide? To Either to hide or like to keep going
3: yes. through a mental
2: illness episode or whatever?
3: I think COVID was a big part of that for me and that because everybody stopped um it was like the first time in my life where I properly stopped doing everything um and I basically like slept for two years (laughs) because my whole body was like thank god (laughs) God." Uh, and I've yeah found it very hard to get going again after that but kind of That's kind of a good thing. I've had to rebuild it in a mindful way rather than just from the old template of how things have been. Um, So it's been a very weird few years and also graduating and trying to find work and teaching and whatever. Um, But yeah, I find it very hard to just keep going now
1: through it.
2: Because, like, you explaining your old, like, academy schedule, (laughs) like...
1: What was it completely... You don't want to know, actually, full on.
3: Well, I was also (laughs) running marathons, uh, literally, and training. Like, we'd have, like, orchestra rehearsals all day and I'd go for, like, a 10-, 15-mile run in the morning before and then go teaching after. And it's like...
1: So would you get quite poorly then? Because I guess there's only so far you can do before your body goes... Right, back off.
3: Yeah. Um, I used to... Like, my immune system was awful. Mm. I didn't have periods for so many years. Aww. And um, my energy... It was weird because I because I was running a lot. Like, you get kind of adrenaline and stuff. So I was running just off, like, adrenaline and caffeine all the time. Uh, as a lot of people are. Um, but... So you didn't notice your depression... Because you kind of Yeah, I just it. kind of went for a run. Instead. Which is actually so, kind of funny because a lot of people recommend that anyway. They're like, if, you, if you, yeah. you're if like, if your mental health, go for a run or like do some yeah, exercise. Yeah, so see, you've
1: got Jog On written just there. Yeah. Great book.
3: Yeah. Um, and like, as much as I do agree with it, it's also, yeah, for me, it's like that kind of how I ignored everything. So.
0: But at the time, did you did you think, oh, I feel great, I'm running and I'm like, taking everything in? Yeah,
3: and... I'm amazing. Like... Nobody else is doing all this. But then I would be like, if I'm so amazing, then why am I so sad? <laughs> mm. Um And I very much placed my whole identity on all these achievements. And, like, it wouldn't just be, like, my trumpet achievements. It would be my running achievements and my teaching achievements. And there and-
2: were some running
3: achievements. Well, thank you, honey. Um She ran very fast marathons.
0: Oh, yeah, go on.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I couldn't not succeed at any of them. And looking back, I'm like, how did I do that? And then I'm like, Mm. oh, because I was ignoring my thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you run with music on? Yes, I could never run without. Block it all out. Block block it out. out.
3: Podcasts, um, running to time, you know, always something.
1: So do you run now or do you find that you just have to just not do that.
3: I don't do it at all now. Um mm. I'm currently seeing an eating disorder therapist to kind of work through the last remnants of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we're trying to work on um yeah, movement at the moment in and, and creating a relationship that's healthy
1: yeah
3: with it. Um I did have a thought the other day. I was like, I want to go for a run, but like just cuz I want to have that feeling. Yeah. That was the first time since I can remember that it wasn't like, I want to go for a run because I'm feeling so-and-so about my body.
2: Or like burn it off. Yeah, exactly. So
3: um, she's not said that I can never run again, but she said it's probably best if we don't start with running. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... It's been like such because also my brother moved in a few weeks ago and he's like my whole family runs.
1: Oh no, that's tricky. Yeah,
3: and it's like I had especially when on I adventure
2: holidays. They were that kind of family. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. Smirking holidays, that kind of
3: stuff. So wow. <laughs> um, yeah, like especially when I wasn't really running but was like kind of trying to run still. They were like, "How's your running going?" Like that would mm. be, always be like the first thing they'd ask me. And um, yeah, my brother runs like every other day. Um, and it's very much part of his identity, so it's been quite a big
1: challenge for me to be like, okay, no, I yeah. I'm different. But that's a whole thing, isn't it? With um just exactly what you just said about having your brother here and him running that's kind of the same thing with music and you, you probably mm-hmm. find this as well Hattie that thing about and of course you Rebecca as well but the thing of other people talking about their achievements in music and
4: mm. when
1: it's so linked up with your own mental health if you're around mm. people who are doing things and that's so tied up with your own personal value yeah value it's very hard to block that out or it's to have so a hard. reasonable relationship with that isn't it I mean still now like I find myself being
2: jealous constantly. Oh, yeah. of Like, even though I've decided, like, it's not for me. You know, if any, you know, any cellist that gets a good achievement or whatever, like, there's still this awful part of me that I'm really, like, don't like that's kind of really annoying. Oh, it's yeah. Not, like, I think, come you know, on. That's
3: just musicians. Yeah. Like, I hate that. It's the insecurity of being freelance that you, you always want to know how somebody got something and you want to know their path and you want to know whether somebody else is doing different practice than you or more practice or like everything is so isolated that you like jealousy is so natural Mm -hmm. and because we're taught to be competitive from so such a young age that yeah I don't think jealousy is talked enough about
1: yeah at all it's a big thing
0: it's huge Mm. and it's okay yeah
1: how do you feel about that I I was thinking
0: I I think maybe with a bit more, a few more years down the road from you guys, just only a couple, but <laughs> well, I <don't> sixty-six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I don't know. I, I, I don't really get that jealous. I don't think. Mm. I think. I think. Are I'd there try. not
1: people? Certain people, and I'm not going name names, that are triggers for you. I don't
2: that want to just tell you everything great
1: they've done. Yeah, or you just see them and you go, oh, I just don't want to know what they're doing, actually, because it's going to do my head It's going to make me feel Guys, he doesn't have to
2: feel the same as us, okay? I know, <laughs> like, why, why <laughs> you want to well, down? <laughs> he, why is it? You are at the opera house now, so... <laughs> I'm, maybe everyone's I'm jealous of you, Seb. I'm certainly jealous of you I'm, asking.
0: I, I don't know. I, I Maybe I'm... i do not know, I'm happy with my career. I'm very happy with my career, so, and it's, like, very varied, and I, I, I'm a big... Uh, like believer in well I I'm, i just think being a freelance player is is the best because you can just do everything anything you want. You don't have that security. But I think that's the only drawback really that that someone in an orchestra has. Because I think if you if you're a member of an orchestra you just be you just be annoyed all the time, you're like, oh we've got to do that thing next week. I don't want to do that mm. tour and I don't don't want to go to America. I should write pay we'll get to Japan next week. <laughs> um and I don't know I um i so i I'm, I'm just pleased people get a job i'm like that's great it's that's what you want to do like that's so cool you've mm. obviously worked so hard to get that and um i don't know maybe maybe it's a, I know, a bit more experience like i don't mm. and I've, i'm just i don't know, i've done some good things in my career uh if it all ended if i couldn't play the trumpet i would be happy i could do try to do something else but i would wow. be sad i would be really sad though
2: no, but I think that's, like, a really healthy place to be. It's like... Now we're all really jealous of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nice, Because it's, no, like, but, oh. it's <laughs> not <laughs> everything, though, which is, like... I think that's where it gets really toxic. Yeah. is when it's, like, everything for
3: someone. Yeah. And so mm. much of my jealousy comes from insecurity and uncertainty. And actually, things in my life that are certain or that I feel confident in, I'm not jealous about other things. So, like, counselling, of course, I'm not... I don't feel any kind of weird, complex emotions about that because, A, it's not competitive, and, B, it's like, well, that's that. That's what I'm doing.
1: Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: interesting.
1: Do you also find, though, that uh, we were discussing this in part one, mm. um, having more things in your life, different elements. So, like you're saying, this counselling course, but also with the podcast mm. and just a whole variety of things that actually because you're placing less importance on your playing or, you know, that element that you can rationalise. So some of those jealousies sort of subside a bit. Mm. I'm saying that because I I think that's how I feel. I think I, I was saying because it, from a place of insecurity, I yeah. would be thinking, oh, wow, they're doing really well. And, yeah. you know, some people I think, oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Other people I might feel a bit twitchy-eyed about. But um, yeah. I think I feel that far less than I did now. I haven't had those kind of feelings of creating voodoo dolls or anything (laughs) that's
2: actually not a bad idea really
1: stop that these days
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's true actually it's probably is a quite like because all those feelings are heightened at college aren't they yeah although i
3: i would say for me it's i've always been at risk of doing like spreading myself too thinly and that's been a big part of my identity and like my mental illness as well so i'm trying to learn to like yeah, not place too much importance in one thing and, like, still do a variety of things, whilst also, I, I think I've said this quite a few times on the pod, that I I do a lot of things sometimes because I don't feel enough confidence in one thing. Um, so I'm like, I've got to not put all my eggs in one basket because I don't truly really believe that I'm going to be good at just one of those things. So it's, yeah, fine fine
1: line to yeah. walk yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah.
0: It is, yeah. But um things like the, the podcast, I mean you you're the only two people that can make your podcast. Yeah, and
3: and as you are as well. Well, but it's
0: different
1: type of bread, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not competing because I we're feel bad ones.
0: about the bread thing. I don't, I don't mean to feel like yours is boring.
1: <laughs> no, ours is more fibrous,
3: I, <laughs> I didn't. Say. I wasn't no, saying I know, I just it like thought that. that. Was, yeah, uh... if that's what you actually mean, then we are big <laughs> yeah, trouble but going I know, Look, there's deeper problems I can't here. When I ever had ever brown, say, brown so. bread in my lunchbox, I
1: was quite disappointed. So, <laughs> What about if it was a lovely sourdough that was lovingly wrapped in some really nice paper? Just Maybe it's just, just not child-friendly. Maybe that's what it is. It's she's not brown
2: bread. No, our
1: podcast. Well, I think we've established that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just got like lashings of Nutella on it. Yeah, like, yeah. Straight oh, yeah. in that lunchbox. <laughs> Off
0: you go. Do you feel <laughs> sick about an hour later? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. down.
1: So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
0: Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, maybe get, 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at slash switch.
3: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full turns at mintmobile.com.
0: Asa. Nice, three, three. What I want to know is, uh, When you when you started the podcast, mm. it was just you, Hattie,
2: mm.
3: legend.
0: So round of applause. Mm. Yeah. What What were the circumstances that led to you going? <laughs> I'm going to start a podcast. Where mm. were you? Where were you in your studies or career or what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> bad. She was bad. I was bad. I always feel like there's always like a. uh yeah I'll just be honest they're settling in look at yeah, that right. did you see that I just shifted really that. to another <laughs> leg it's like then there's going to be another like big fatty story coming up well children <laughs> um, so I would finished no I hadn't so it was in lockdown and I got to the fourth year of my undergrad at college so I had done yeah I was in my fourth year in March when it all happened and I was still studying with my teacher I thought I was going to go to Germany to study for my postgrad but I didn't really want to go I'd like convinced myself I did want to go um, but I really didn't so it was a brilliant excuse to just like have nothing on Um, I did still try and keep up practice and that but I think this was in the lockdown in the lockdown sorry yeah so I was in Scotland with my parents where they live now Um, and I'd had over a year and a half, actually, about a year and a half of no relapse from my mental illness. And relapse is quite common with um, OCD. But I'd kind of decided, like, this isn't me anymore. I'm sort of done with that now. I'm not going to think about it. Like, I'm cured. And then lockdown happened and it was a big trigger and I was sort of way back again into this really awful um, illness. And it was... Kind of coming in new ways, which is always the worst with those of you. Like when you when you haven't had an obsession before, it's like you feel like you're living the hell all over again for the first time. So, um, I think in the middle of all of that, I had a couple of weeks of feeling a bit better, and I was so dissociated of the whole thing that I actually don't remember. And this is why it's really hard to like be honest because that feels like a really bad thing to say. Like I don't actually remember starting this podcast. <laughs> Because like, I was at so all? I know, like, did I? Sadly, I'm sort of like, was I even there? Um, but basically, I had this microphone that I bought, and I was, you know, really unwell, but sort of just thought, I'm sick of the silence. Like, this name came to me because I was just always telling my parents things that we never talked about. And, um, I just did it all one day. I literally did. I just had it. I was just like, I'm going to do it. Just going to like, just going to record this first episode, which you can still listen to. But it was very embarrassing.
3: I like it. People do quite like it. It's very raw I've nearly deleted like, it a lot of no, times. I'm not going to save it to my computer just in case.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, so yeah, I had like the first few combos in, in a in a really bad place. And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. Um, that you wanted to do it then, and
0: what was the um, format of the show?
2: Random. So it was interview. It was the sort of same as it is now, I guess. So it's going to be interviews with people about things we didn't talk about. So first guest was Frank Horvat who was the only musician I could find on the internet who talked about depression. So I was like, "That's the guy." <laughs> there he is, <laughs> um, and he was brilliant. He, he is. He's, he's so great, and then. From there, it was, like, I just found... I just had more and more ideas of people, but it was basically just me interviewing um, people and doing the odd show on my own um, and then getting in, people getting in touch with me and saying, like, I've had an injury. Do you want to interview me? And I'd be like, yeah. Because back then, it was like, I would interview anyone that got in touch because, like, yeah. oh, my God, new people. <laughs> but now I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me choose. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so I did it for a few months and then All uh, over Zoom. All over at Zoom. At that point. Yeah. And then did,
0: I did you do some on Instagram Live? We Never. did Instagram oh, Live. You did and what? you
2: did one with my friend Abby. Abby.
0: Yeah, I think that's when I first saw you on an Instagram live. It maybe
2: Well, first saw my face. I
0: don't know how oh, <laughs> oh who like, who was maybe. It, Abby.
2: There was Abby's a psychologist. There might have be been one before Abby.
0: I don't know why. It popped up on my Thing to watch, um, oh, weird, and I'm sure that's where I first saw you, mm. but I don't think i followed like you or or you oh, like, when right. it was your one. I don't know, I don't know. I'm so, not you sure, don't but... think
2: you followed it when it was just me?
0: I just, no, I oh, no, no, it's no, okay. I'm I know, I Tyler, just I don't I? remember. <laughs> I just remember the first time seeing you on some sort of Instagram oh, live right. thing, that's when I first heard about it, and then but then I. I remember listening to your episode where you interviewed Rebecca. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, that was quite – because you're a trumpet player, and I was like, oh, yeah, and I look, oh, went through
2: – I'm a trumpet player. You recognise me as a trumpet player. I know. Yes. Also, like, you're a cellist. I'm like, uh-huh.
3: am <laughs> I? I don't know, I,
0: but Finally. I don't know why. But I remember, I remember yeah. clearly that was, like, the first one I, I listened to um, – and just I was like, oh, this is amazing! Like, I oh. can't. I, it's like, I can't. I've never heard people talk so openly about things. And, it's so weird. And so many though. things that I've been through myself as mm. well. Like, yeah, you know, very similar. Yeah, you know, going to academy and going through tough times there and you mm. know, without playing and stuff. So, yeah,
2: yeah. I think I very nearly, I basically did quit and didn't think I was ever going to do it again. And I think. I can't believe that like, I think about this so much but like I'd basically like gone offline for 3 months um because I just knew I needed properly to heal and that was really the time when I did and since then I've sustained really really great mostly like healing um but the first so I do you remember when you guys got like first prize in the like classical I don't, music no, I don't remember that <laughs>
1: there's so many prizes (laughs) that that little one you say prize that implies that we got some sort of prize you did get a prize it was a prize accolade I suppose we had there was a nice picture wasn't there it was lovely no it was it was sorry I mean very incredible that was a lovely
2: thing we were jealous anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I I know and I was just like so I think Finula had Mm. put me forward for it oh I know that's cute She'd, like, you know, applied for it, however you nominated or whatever. And you guys obviously won, but I hadn't, like, uploaded for six months. Really? Was that? And when you- it was after that, people started messaging me. And there was, like, this, you know, like, every year on Spotify, there's, like, you're wrapped or whatever. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And people were, like, sending me that, like... Things Musicians Don't Talk About was their top podcast. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, like, please stop everyone. I'm like, I'm quit this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And so it was. Li- I was pretty much like just forced back into doing it again. And the first person I interviewed <laughs> was Rebecca. Oh, right. And I remember saying to you, like, I've, I've fucked it, I've screwed it up. Like, I've, I've spent all this time off. Like, mm. I just really felt that like I couldn't do it again because I spent all this time off. And I would just never forget you being... Like, after that conversation, it felt like something was born again. We were friends. Mm-hmm. No, but you had a way of just being like, what do you mean we start from now kind of thing? You were just like... I remember that.
0: Oh, that's so nice. It was yeah. so nice. It was
2: like, and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do this because I get to talk to people like you. You
3: also had so much in the pipe. Like, because the way you work, you work in absolute mega bursts. So you plan so much. So even when you'd like... I remember when you interviewed me, you already had, like, Mental Health Awareness Week coming up and, like, Q&As and, like, three other interviews planned already. And I was, like, your first one back after your break. Um, and, yeah. So it wasn't just me. You also kind of did it to yourself.
2: You... Yeah, but you were the first person I talked to before I, like, implemented any of that.
3: I know. But you're amazing as well. Oh, mm. But, yeah, it was,
2: like, it was still, like four months before you came on board yeah but I think throughout that time it was like I just kept seeing stuff you post or like we just kept getting in contact because there's just so much mm. that we thought about that was she kept messaging some... me I did <laughs> it's Relentless. sliding into the DMs on Instagram <laughs> relentlessly <laughs> and I, just, I still do I'm always if there's anything always I think about <laughs> it's always Rebecca that I want to know the opinion of first of like something that Norman Lebrecht has said or yeah there's something else that normal breakfast <laughs> like, several times a
3: day one of us will text the other one being like i'm fuming <laughs> <laughs> i be like great. what's up
2: <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> but yeah so i'm just so relieved it's not me anymore on my own and it doesn't feel like it ever really was it never should have been
3: no you've always had a community even like if you didn't know it was there people have been cheering you on
2: yeah, and it's growing even bigger now because we've
3: got Katie. We've got know. the, yeah, you the whole team around
1: you. It's yeah. amazing. So
3: cute. Stuart drives us everywhere. That's the thing. And then yeah, it's we like We has got a driver. So great. We don't pay him, but
1: <laughs> well, we've like an unpaid driver as well, please. <laughs> I'll tell you what you can do. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Stuart. <laughs> That's
2: so funny. Do you remember that little award you guys won? No. 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 means
1: nothing. Can so I just say, I was honestly when we won that, yeah. I was I was in the bath. I didn't even I wasn't even listening to it because I thought there's not a, a yeah. chance you
2: see if you're in the bath. I. <laughs> how sad is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah yeah I was so shocked. I was so shocked when it was
3: brilliant.
2: Yeah, it was it was so cool.
3: But it is that thing of yeah especially in freelance things you never know what somebody is thinking even when they've achieved something amazing like I went for a gig this week and I talked to the principal trumpet and I'd been less nervous than last time but still quite nervous and we went for a drink and I was like yeah I was really worried about like coming in and um Like, I didn't know whether to bring, this is like such a trumpet thing, but I didn't know whether to bring just like my B-flat trumpet or my C trumpet. And I was really worried because I didn't know who was on the patch. And and he was like, you would have never have known. Like, I thought it was so cool that you just came in with your like single trumpet case and was just like, I'm going to play my B-flat trumpet. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, because in the first rehearsal, everyone else was playing C trumpets. And I was like, I've fucked it. I'm never coming back here again. (laughs) What does that mean
2: then? If you're playing a B-flat and everyone else is playing C? Because you're supposed to kind of match everyone else. So you, who was playing in the right key? Who oh, was like transposing. I see.
3: No, we were all playing the right notes.
2: Yeah. But that's not my question.
3: <laughs> the parts were in C. Right. So you were the one doing all the hard work. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I were some low notes that weren't possible on the C trumpet. Oh, dear. Mm.
2: That's well done then, Rebecca. Thank you. Well done. But yeah,
3: you never know what yeah, somebody no, else is thinking yeah. about your thing that you're like either... You've won or you're really worried about.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I That is the first time I heard about you, actually. Because I remember that came up and I was like, oh, right. I hadn't heard a podcast before. That's cool. Um, sorry, we won.
2: Uh, <laughs> so I think it's very, it makes sense that you did. I have been on a hiatus and... <laughs> It's I good to end you the grievances now. <laughs> yeah, let's get this
1: out here. <laughs> <Right> of <now>. here. <laughs> wasn't
2: the time for me to win. Don't worry, Seb.
0: <laughs> you would definitely win it. i it, it if, was, if it, someone it was, nominates us.
2: Yeah,
1: if, if it, it, it on again now, it would be you guys without doubt. Oh yeah, we know that. <laughs> oh, Hattie, you <laughs> can't it. say that. We're slow remembering. remember. If they did a special, Kingsmill special award for most white... And scrumptious bread. (laughs) You know, they do that, like, 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. This is this episode. Oh, with a 50-50 episode. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I love that. Love it. Beige bread. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Well, what
2: about the one with the crust cut off you can buy now? Oh, disgusting. Oh, blimey. That's just... That's a lot of
1: waste, isn't it? Yeah, that's Mm. what I
3: think. What's What's happening to those crusts? You love it, don't you? That's
1: crustless. Well, I hope the crusts are going to, like... Chickens or something? Are they allowed to eat bread? Oh yeah. Ducks? They're not. Ducks don't don't bread, give apparently. them bread.
3: Really? No. no. I and mean, we Good shouldn't them. tell them what they can have and what they can't have. Yeah, yeah really.
1: let's not it's dictate to, them, to those ducks.
2: Dictate. On those, someone's asked to switch lessons with me.
0: <gasps> right. Hattie's zoned out.
1: <laughs> right, Replying to her <laughs> emails. We let them go. Let's go. let them
2: go. It's all going down. No, no this wasn't. This wasn't a cue. This is just me. Hattie's still technically enrolled in a master's that I... Are
0: you?
2: Are oh, you? <laughs> <laughs> northern. <laughs> the northern?
1: The kernels? not. <laughs>
0: at the northern?
1: You're at the northern, <laughs> northern currently. <laughs> what? She got her lesson time table the other day. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me.
2: <laughs> I was like, Hattie, I forgot. Tell <laughs> had Roberts Robert, so I didn't want to do How it How have anymore. you paid for it? No, 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 fuck that. <laughs> I gave them nothing. <laughs>
0: Hang on. Is this year one? You've started. Do you have a pigeonhole like, of, there? Of...
2: That's good. What about freshers? All these freebies.
0: Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Oh, man, get up there. I <laughs> never went to freshers and never planned to go. You missed it now. I've missed it, thank God. Yeah, I thought I was going to do a master's. Well, uh, so did they. And then I was like, keeping my options open, but also I really forgot. knew I wasn't going to do But
1: they're go. still scheduling you <laughs> for <laughs> lessons. Hannah Robert
2: sent me a timetable. <laughs> And I said not oh. reply being like, I've changed my mind.
3: <laughs> See, I had to like pay. There was a whole hoo-ha at Academy where we had to like pay most of our fees before we even started.
1: Yeah. That's and, like, awful.
3: Yeah. Like before funding had come in. I don't know mm. if it was the same. Yeah. So I don't know how you've managed to enrol on a course. They sent me a beanie even...
2: and everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> the the Wall Norton sent me a beanie and it said, do what you love on it. Do what you love. Black oh. beanie.
1: That's what you get for the Royal Orphan these days. And, and so d- you decided not to go there
2: because yeah. you're doing he well. Nice. Like, oh Lord, I was like, i mm, I've got a baby, thank you. But I like. I don't want this one. Well now my dad wears it. Oh. <laughs> when he's doing his chopping in the wood. Yeah, he's doing what he loves. <laughs> it's good. Doing what I love.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, but anyway, that's just me procrastinating right to the last minute. Oh. I love that. <laughs> anyway I was Thank about you. to round up for you no, <laughs> yeah. that,
1: that is an excellent round up finding Thank out you. you're enrolled on a course somewhere else <laughs> you so shouldn't good. be
3: here right now it's nice <laughs> to just get qualifications that you're not even trying for
1: yeah exactly <laughs> if they award you a Masters at the end of this that would be really fantastic
2: so we I invite you to you honorary
1: Masters yeah quite Masters oh. in podcasting yeah perfect <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> thank you so, so much. Yes, thank, thank you. Brilliant,
2: guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking Wonderful. interesting questions. And for being lovely hosts. And, and,
1: back, you, and, back,
3: back, at at and back at you. back at you. I feel like we're always going to play the Uno reverse card. We should do a rap to finish. Oh, okay. good, because I'm stop. notoriously good at that. <laughs> You're good at
2: rapping. The only one I know is that, like, baby rap from Justin Bieber.
3: Just what to say? Thank you, guys, <laughs>
2: <laughs> for the pod. Pod, pod. Gotta rhyme it. French uh, fries for
1: the pod. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just searching for my reading glasses. Come on, parody. <laughs> oh, sorry. What am I trying to rhyme? Stay, go on, give me a give me a line. Uh,
2: uh, s- thank you for being such great interviewers. Oh no, that's a hard <laughs>
1: one. <laughs> yeah, but it's you guys who are the Set d- the dead doers. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
0: and if you go to the countryside, you see some mooers
3: oh, uh-huh. and the, the horses get turned into glueers.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's very quick.
2: Glueers, glue,
0: glueers. Well, there <laughs> we go.
1: Ah. Oh. That was so much fun. I love talking to them. And who'd think you'd use the word so much fun when you're talking about like quite (laughs) hideous things, actually.
0: Yes. Yeah. But they've, um, they've rolled all that in, in glitter, made, made lemons out, no, lemonade out of lemons. (laughs) (laughs) And, <laughs> made uh, lemons
1: out of lemonade <laughs>
0: oh,
1: <no>. <laughs> <laughs> what a skill no
0: they've done they're doing a great thing it's good it's a good show go go and subscribe to it i'm sure you already have because you've listened to part one that yeah. was part two subscribe to that and uh hey maybe there's some new listeners today from from their uh listenership uh, oh. who have come and listened to to us
1: well that would be lovely hi guys
0: hello everyone's welcome, welcome here and uh please stay as long as you like Verity's just poured a glass of wine.
1: Oh, I actually have. Look.
0: What have you got there, Verity?
1: This. This is a particularly delightful Duro. Do
0: you Ooh, know where that's from? That? Duro. Let me try and work that out. I reckon out. you is can that, write it down. Is that Duro? Duro. Is it like E A U X?
1: No, no, no. This is oh, D O U R O.
0: D O. D
1: U. D U O R O. Duro.
0: D U R O.
1: Oh no 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 no. d-u-o-r-o duro oh duro yes do you know where that is
0: um duro duro i was trying to think what sort of language that is duro Duro
1: valley i'm not helping with my pronunciation no no uh you're in the right you are in europe
0: spain spain
1: no not spain but very close
0: um belgium (laughs)
1: <laughs> much closer than belgium <laughs> uh spain and along a bit from Portugal. spain yeah there we are ah. oh it's lovely So a oh, very nice, nice portuguese red. red it's red yes it is it's warming and delicious
0: oh a lovely autumnal uh yeah cup of drink
1: absolutely i'm not going to slurp it into the microphone that would be horrible so i'm just gonna pop it back down now sure. good but idea yeah, there we are
0: uh well you relax Thanks. And
1: uh, <laughs> have you got a you got a nice drink there, Seb?
0: Uh I've got some water.
1: Oh.
0: Call me old fashioned.
1: No, it's it's a classic. <laughs> um
0: but yeah, just uh keep keep myself hydrated because we've got uh uh well, we've just got to do this bit now, which isn't gonna be that long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you never you never quite know how long it will run for, it's well, you not know, it? that's true. It does, to does to sometimes hydrated. go
0: on a bit long. Yeah, doesn't it? But um what uh, Do we need to sort of say anything else about about them or about this episode people have just listened to? Um, further further listening, further viewing?
1: Well, I mean, head over to their podcast, one. Uh, they're also their blog. I mean, if you go onto their website, they've got loads of resources and things like that. So it's definitely worth checking out. If you've suffered for any of the issues they chatted about or even, I mean, there's loads here. Uh, anxiety, depression, discrimination, harassment, eating disorders, financial hardship, playing-related injury. I could go on and on. There's so many. And they are fascinating and helpful. So, yeah, head to their website. Link in the description. Excellent. Of course. Yes.
0: Well, there we go. There we are. That's it. I suppose if if you're, you're Hattie and Rebecca fans, then feel free. To depart now, because this is usually where me and Verity just just have a little waffle.
1: Yeah, going to witter on for a bit. You know, there are some similarities. I play the cello, so does Hattie. You play the trumpet, so does Rebecca. So you might find that that's enough to sustain your interest.
0: <laughs> We're like the, the ghosts of Christmas future.
1: <laughs> God, we are, aren't we? Terrible pointing and the horrible ghostly. Oh, awful.
0: Yeah. We're just sort of sunken eyes and, and pallid skin saying, oh, oh,
1: God, just don't
0: bother with the in this industry. Get a Get a better job,
1: can't get a proper job. Yeah, <laughs> no, look at us. We're not, we've, we've a spring in our steps still. Yeah, step. don't worry,
0: such a spring in my step.
1: Yeah, I couldn't even say it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, we're living the dream.
1: Yeah, we are. Truly. It's it, joyous.
0: I, we are, actually. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just pretending. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's all good. In fact, tell me, what's going on in your life this week?
0: Mm. Well, I wanted to talk about last week because I, I went and dept on Les Miserables.
1: Oh, yes.
0: In uh, in Canterbury on tour, depping for the, the wonderful man that is Ollie Carey.
1: Oh, isn't he lovely?
0: Isn't he isn't he nice and lovely yes he uh he i've known him for ages he i i first met him when i was probably about 12 did you no, maybe like, yeah 11 or 12 or something in ss Chief like... jazz orchestra oh, okay but i don't remember and he, he remembers and i don't remember
1: oh no is that awkward why what did? what happened I suppose it was
0: a bit awkward and when when he first <laughs> met me he was like
1: oh yeah we met
0: yeah and uh <laughs> but so i've known him a long time but um yeah so I uh, went and uh depth on the show went and sat in on Monday last week I've done it before but not for a few years mm. did it in the West End a few times and the the concert version they did about three years ago oh, yeah with um uh like you know Alfie Bowe and, and Lucas bow. and stuff Ball and Bowe and Ball Ball was there Ball, ball. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I I love I love Les Mis and it's like we with um I, I think I wang on about it quite a lot but by sort of it's sort of our family's musical we we listened to it we listened to it growing up we had we had it on vinyl um we had it on cassette but we had uh, on tape i'm saying we had it on cd but we also had the, <laughs> the 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 concept album the original one in french we had oh my that God. on cd we used to listen to that in the car as well which is wild if you listen back to that now if you know if you Can know you what what name it's become yeah yeah it's on it's on the streaming sites
1: Oh God, I might have a listen to that. It's
0: great. It's great. I mean, it's, be- it's better now. They've they've really honed it. Yeah. <laughs> but but anyway, I love playing it. It's, it's really. It's a great trumpet part because it's it's really hard at times, but it's so satisfying as well. Oh, and great! It's it's great. So it was really fun getting building my chops up again uh for that because it's a massive blow.
1: Yeah. How did you find it coming back to it? Did it feel quite different?
0: Um no it was like the same but it it was just i i'm i mean it's it's been a few years so everything feels a bit different i'm a i'm a i'm a different man you know you've <laughs>
1: not, got a different not set not of like, teeth
0: like well my teeth do feel like they're <laughs> yes. in a different place actually so well, they
1: are aren't they Is that they right? are slightly yeah i've
0: had some implants done so but i can't i can't actually bite my nails anymore what? Which is a good thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is, but, also, but why I think can't they've, you? They've
0: moved my lower jaws, like, to the left a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was looking in the mirror today. Was like I, My face is a wonky. Something's happened.
1: See, it's being hidden by your microphone, so I can't... Yeah,
0: I'm not moving from behind I, this microphone. You see can't it. see it. No,
1: I want to see it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my God, isn't it?
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, so that was good. Like, yeah, building it up, like playing yeah. it through uh all that stuff of malarkey you know of like doing what's show. your
1: favorite moment what's the best bit for you the in that
0: best bit is has to be one day more
2: oh yeah
0: it's just yeah. it's just ridiculously good and then maybe is. people listening to this going it's rubbish. Lame is rubbish. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's not. It's it's really good. It's so, I love oh God, it so much. He's getting quite
1: angry. <laughs> Don't contradict him about this. <laughs> it is. There's, I love that. There's a bit in it. There's a, a little cello bit in One Day More. Where it goes, yeah. I love it. And then you go, Duh, da, 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 and I love wow, that. I've bit. never it's, even
0: noticed that. Oh,
1: God. It's so satisfying. It's probably because you're playing really loud. Yeah. Point. But it's so, it's really satisfying. Satisfying. <laughs> yeah.
0: The bit where you go, um, ba, 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 ba. That bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I it know, sounds better yeah. on trumpet
0: than me singing it. <laughs> and then the bit where it goes like, uh, uh, my place is here. I vibe with you. And then trumpet goes, ba, ba,
1: ba. Yes. <sighs>
0: and it all slows down and it's all yeah oh my god it's so good so yeah
1: oh, oh yeah, god, that was well, right isn't that that? brilliant yeah so yeah. nice to go did you just and did you really take it in and feel like yes well yeah um, so, but when the, you were so doing it the thing it.
0: is on I, have, I didn't tell you this yet but on the day of my first gig
4: mm.
0: i um i decided to wash my trumpet um <laughs> a bit late in the day and i left a bit later than i wanted to oh god so i, I left um i left my house at quarter past 5 mm. and i knew there's some sort of roadworks just near nearby but basically an hour later i was still only 2 miles away from my house
1: no 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 yeah. oh my god yeah oh that's hateful
0: and the eta said said 7:25 to to the to, not even to the theatre because it's like a pedestrianised bit at, yeah. in Canterbury, so it's like to the the parking space that I'd I'd found.
4: Oh my on, god!
0: On, and luckily, Charlotte said before I left, "I'll just take you to Brompton just in case, in case of anything." Um,
1: Thank when god I finally she said got that. through,
0: I finally got through like the the traffic in in East London, South East London, like around Lee. Got on the road, just i just stayed in the fast lane i was like <laughs> i was hyper focused i was just thinking oh, i knew I, I was the road i was the car i <laughs> I was everyone oh
4: and my i was God. looking
0: at, i was like i knew where everyone was i could feel everyone's thoughts it was like <laughs> i entered this this new, i was like luke skywalker at the end of of <laughs> star wars a new hope it was like i turned off my computer system I just used the force. <laughs> and then I was like, what I need I need some focus for the show. I'm doing like a first oh time step on a show. Yeah. Even though you know I've done it before, but it's it's a long time ago yeah, and it's but
1: it's different. You need to yeah. concentrate.
0: Anyway, cuts to the end. I, I I got in stage door as they were calling beginners.
1: Oh no, that just that makes just me feel sick.
0: Walking in with my Brompton signing in oh. and then and then walking past all these people dressed like french peasants and <laughs> like the, all the characters of lame it is <laughs> got in the pit and um i'm not obviously the first one in the pit so
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly nobody's even noticed but he said um
0: ed hilton on on, on Rain, he was yeah. there and he was like Oh, wait, mate, I was, I was getting a bit worried about you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Just is just gonna get my trumpet out. Did got, you manage
1: to play any notes before you started? Played like
0: a couple. Just got oh. out the trumpets I needed for the first five minutes, and then with before I knew it, it was three, four, ba ba, yeah, and slipping. And heck. then we did Les Mis. It was just uh, that's it mad. Was, it was wild and
1: oh.
0: hor- just horrible. That the whole time you're going this is the worst thing oh my god because it it felt like a 50 50 thing of whether i'm going to miss it or not yeah um
1: that's just right anyone
0: in the cast or production don't tell anyone about that
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the stress of it but well done you made it and it was all fine and all good
0: yeah it was all fine and then the
1: next day did you love it because you weren't yeah it was nearly
0: late that. again though because
1: oh, what? <laughs>
0: there was another crash on the a2 but um <laughs> but no it was fine no i no i loved it did two shows the next day hooray had um had some lovely fish and chips with uh, people and then uh, yeah did another show and it was it's great so i, I recommend lame is on tour uh at the moment till end of january i believe yeah
1: Super good. They're going to Sunderland, I think, after Canterbury and
0: yes. where else? Le- oh, Cardiff. Leeds and Cardiff. Right. Is it Leeds?
1: That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so so, if you're in one of those areas, you're in luck.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Get out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um just, oh god yeah, I feel you, quite you talk stressed now. now because yeah because I'll just keep talking about lamest well no I, I
1: just I've no. <laughs> just I've just got your <laughs> I've taken on your anxiety about oh, it god. to be honest it makes me feel sick I hate those moments but I've have had you, those yeah have you been
0: have you been late for things or nearly late
1: nearly late I've had to, where I've been on trains and you just you're like you can't get off you've no control there's one train mm. line in particular that I've been stuck on so many times and I've been outside of Waterloo station and it's like quarter past seven thinking oh my god this today's the day today's the day i've had to message mds and people before to say i think i'm gonna be late but i've actually not touched wood i've never missed the start of any show i've just I've run in stressed and yeah yeah i do uh, remember i don't know if we've talked about this on here before but i remember when we did funny girl that um do you remember when that the trombonist Depp was late
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and, um, Andy
0: sh- what was his name Andy
1: was it Andy and in the show report bald, sho-
0: yes trombone player
1: that's it that's it I forgot his second name I just remember it was fantastic because he he was quite late and uh, but he'd come in and was obviously desperate for the loo and, and he got to the loo and then got locked in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> they'd had to break him out and he ended, he ended up coming down. And it just so happened he came, to, came down at the same point that the Follies were going on stage. Uh, but in the show report afterwards, <laughs> said trombone is late, came on with the Follies. So <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that have been fantastic? I loved it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, he, he got stuck in there, didn't he? Yeah. He was kicking his legs, Kick, waving his arms.
1: High kicks, feathers, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no it's awful being late it's a terrible thing i know
0: and it's such a thing an easy thing to fix really because it's you just leave a bit earlier and you just feel calm that's a total waste of of um is it is it corsetone corset isn't that cortisone
1: do your teeth
0: (laughs) courses yeah (laughs) i've got terrible breath (laughs) it's (laughs) it's a terrible waste of that (laughs) (laughs) is it cortisone
1: yeah i think you're right yeah but adrenaline well so having said that i don't know if this was on the podcast or something else apparently if you get really anxious say you oh no i know george white was telling me this if you get really anxious early in the day you've only got enough adrenaline to be really stressed out one or like you can't get that nervous again so in a way maybe it's quite a good thing just before your first show
0: that's a good idea isn't it Yeah, yeah that totally i was I totally was not nervous at all.
1: There we are. You used it all up on that journey.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Well, I think we've all learned something there. I
1: think we have. Oh, (laughs) this is the podcast that just keeps on giving, isn't it?
0: Um, I feel like I've talked a lot there. What about you, Variety? What's up this week?
1: What's up this week?
0: (laughs) What has happened? Well,
1: Well, I mean, oh, this and that and the other. And then Henry's birthday, so... Yeah, what's happened? To, Talk
0: us through the day because you talked us through it last week.
1: Yeah, I did. Okay, we deviated slightly, but we did go to the cinema. Well, we did. He had breakfast in bed, tick. Um, he, he then stood on his paddleboard for a bit, <laughs> played, which was nice, um, <laughs> in the living room.
0: Yeah, you didn't find a, a body of water for him to do that in? <laughs>
1: no, he's just for posing. No, sure. he did it in the living room. It was great. And then we went to see Top Gun. Have you been to see it?
0: No, I, I haven't seen the first one yet.
1: I don't think I've seen the first one. Or if I did, I can barely remember it. But yeah. I have. I don't know if this is controversial, but I flipping loved it. I yeah, I've it heard a, it's good. It was amazing. <laughs> I absolutely wow. loved it. And because Tom Cruise is so mad, I had sort of forgotten that he's actually very good on the screen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's great. It was so good. I loved it. Gonna have a little snooze in the cinema. No, no, I was fully awake. It was great. Brilliant. Yes, that was good. Had lunch, had cake, lots of food-related activities. It was a very nice day, and then we went to a trampoline park the next day. So the I next almost, day,
0: that's probably a, a good yeah. thing to do it. Oh god, yeah, you know, after the digestion's happened,
1: <laughs> yeah, quite. I am the shell of a human being now, <laughs> as a result of all that. Um But there we are, that was the weekend. You're looking all right.
0: Oh really, I I feel a
1: bit like Skeletor, but that's okay. Just keep (laughs) swigging the wine.
0: (laughs) The ghost of Christmas future.
1: Mm. Here I am, here I am. (laughs) Soul of a, what was it, 66 year old that they came up with on this podcast. So upsetting, I haven't forgotten that. That was classic (laughs) FM, oh God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, there we are.
0: Uh, in other news, we are now on TikTok.
1: Oh, my God, we are. What do you think about that?
0: <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's a very exciting new uh, <laughs> medium, which is going to catch on.
1: Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it might be big in the future. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, we've done a post. I'm going to do Have another we done one. one. I
0: haven't actually looked at it yet. There's
1: one. I've done one. Ooh. I'm going to do another one. I don't feel like I really captured it in the <laughs> in the first one. I've definitely got some work to do to improve.
0: I think it's fine. Just, just throw some stuff out there and see okay. what happens.
1: I'm just going to keep throwing stuff at it. Uh, but yeah, look, we've moved into the 21st century. Well done.
0: Yeah, well done us. Um, that rounds off our two-part episode collaboration Bosh. with Things Musicians Don't Talk About um, hope you've enjoyed it. If you've listened all the way to the end, well done.
1: Well, blooming done.
0: Yes. And, Come and join um, our
1: Patreon if you want any more.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, and,
1: no, not more chat <laughs> from this specific interview. Oh yeah, interview. there's no more from this. No, none more. But there might be some video, maybe.
0: Well, yeah, there's going to be a video. I think of of this mm. on YouTube. We're going to put a little little highlights reel together we did film this one so um we'll see we'll see about that but yeah join our patreon because um it supports the show and you get access to a patreon exclusive podcast feed yeah with extra chat and uh if you've enjoyed this chat we've (laughs) had at the end here more things like that and also extra footage uh from from the guests that we didn't fit into the main episode so there's loads of stuff yeah and there's gonna be more lots more
1: oh always always the talk of merchandise always more And
0: when we do our live shows there'll be um maybe some free tickets maybe some very discounted tickets all that kind of thing yeah yeah
1: i mean there's so many advantages join up now 350 yes. a month plus fat bargain
0: yeah <laughs> uh, right. Um, let's let's say goodbye to uh, all the people listening, and specifically you listening right now.
1: Yeah. Goodbye to you.
0: Goodbye to you. Speak to you soon. Bye.